All right. So we are up to Eishei, and what we've learned yesterday is that there are no rules. By talking about Chaim Chaim trying to understand how the Alter Rebbe says that a Jew could have the holiness of Hashem. And the Tzemach Tzedek says, it's, it's a wondrous to even think that, even have asked that question, that a Jew could have the holiness of Hashem. So what, we, what we've done is, we've said, yes, it's impossible, it doesn't make any sense, and yet that's the reality. Because sense and logic and the way things should work that's something that Hashem created. Hashem created logic. And created also the wisdom of Hashem in the world of Atsilus. That wisdom that Hashem contracted his life to be is in the world of Atsilus. Then there is Hashem himself, who is beyond all limitations. So when we say that a Jew can, it's impossible to think that a Jew could reach the holiness of Hashem, that's if you're talking about in the realm of, of logic. In the realm of logic, yes, it's impossible. But if you're talking about the essence of Hashem, the essence of Hashem is beyond all limitations, and therefore there is no such thing as, as what he could do when he can't do. And so through tshuva, since a Jew through tshuva reaches the essence of Hashem, the tshuva of a Jew touches and reaches the essence of Hashem, so at, that, at the essence of Hashem there are no limitations at all, and therefore it's possible, Yochel Khomeini, that a Jew is able to reach the holiness of Hashem, because tshuva connects us to Hashem himself, and therefore... There is, there are, there are, Hashem has no, uh, there are no rules. There's not, Yachol Khomeini, as the Chernobyl Rebbe says, Yachol Khomeini is not a question, do you think you could be like me? Rad Yachol Khomeini means, Yachol Khomeini, you can be like me. You can become one with me. That's what Shuvah does. So it doesn't make sense? Of course not. But, but that's the way it is. And now let's go into Isay. Ishleimar, Shnei Abiyurim, Minigela, Pesukim Shabbat, Nimroza, Shnei Aksar, Shnei Nechlebzeh uh, as far as in 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 Berkshire. either way, we'll, let's discuss. We'll get to the brachas here tonight, Mr. Shem. Okay, so there are two translations of the words of the Talmud. Yochel Kameni. Yochel Kameni either is a statement, "You could be like me," or Yochel Kameni means, "Could you, you possibly think you could be like me?" So those two translations of that phrase are in sync with the two interpretations of Hashem's crowns. The argument is. When Hashem says, Kedoshim to you, you should be holy, is that a reference to a crown that is placed on Hashem's head? Or is that referring to a crown that's placed on our heads? So Rebbe says the two explanations, whether we can reach Hashem's Kedush or not, that would answer whether or not Hashem's commandment to us to be holy is His own crown or not. In other words, if, Hashem, if we could reach Hashem's holiness, so when Hashem tells us, you shall, you shall be holy, He's talking about the crown, that His own crown. He's talking about what He puts on His own head. Because we could reach that level. However, if you say, you should be holy, if you say that we cannot reach Hashem's holiness, so Hashem's commandment to us, 
to be holy has nothing to do with his own crown. We can't possibly reach his crown. That's something that we have to, that's a crown that we put on our own heads. But to reach Hashem's exclusion, that's impossible. So, so the two interpretations of Yochel meaning, could you be like me or not, that will affect whether Hashem's commandment to us to be holy, is that associated with his own crown or not? Dila pirush. If you interpret the words as a question, do you think you could be like me? If that's how you interpret it, so when Hashem commands us to be holy, He's not talking about something associated with Himself. That's talking about something that we could do, our holiness. So when Hashem commands us to be holy, He's talking about placing a crown on our own heads. As we said, there are three crowns. Two Hashem places on our heads, and one He places on His own. So if we cannot reach his glusha, when Hashem says, Do, you should be holy, he's talking about putting a crown on your own head. And according to the way we translated Yochel Khomeini, not that you think you could be like me, but it's a statement. You could be like me. So when Hashem is saying, you should be holy, Hashem is referring to his own holiness, the crown that he places on his own head, so to speak. And two crowns he places on our heads are the other words in the Torah, you shall be holy, you will be holy. How come the Medrash says that God places a crown on his own head? The words Kodeshani. I am holy. This is Hashem's own holiness. It's a, it's a unique holiness. It's something which has, so to speak, nothing to do with us. Yet, that holiness also comes down through, through, our, uh, through our efforts. So how come it's called Hashem's holiness? If it's something indeed that we can bring down, so how come it's called Hashem's holiness? It's something we do too. Why are we making a distinction between between the Torah mitzvahs that we do and the tshuva that we do. Everything that we, we're doing is, is something that, that, that we're doing. So whether or not it causes a divine flow which is within the confines and limits of logic or not, either way we're talking about something the Jewish people are doing. So how come we're talking about something that Hashem is placing on His own head and seems not connected to, what, to the Aved of the Jewish people? Yishleimah. that when a Balchua does Shuva, what happens what's really happening is, why is he doing Shuva? What's motivating the Shuva? What's motivating the Shuva is not his persona, not his understanding, not his feelings. Um, what, what's happening in, in, in Shuva is is that the Balchuva is revealing how he is one with Hashem. So it's not because of his, because of his, his magnificent um, understanding of life and now making a major change. What, what the real stuff tshuva is made of is that a Jew and Hashem are one. Because a Jew and Hashem are one, therefore a Jew does tshuva. So 
if the reason you're doing tshuva is because, or when you do tshuva, what you're doing is not, is not um, more of you, it's more of Hashem, it's, it's revealing how you are one with Hashem, so it comes out that uh, even your own crown is really God's crown. We're making a distinction when saying there's the crown of Hashem and the crown of the Jewish people. Um, what, why are we making this distinction? A Jew and Hashem are one. So in Shuva, you are revealing how your Hashem is one with Hashem. So it comes out that even after Hashem, there, even after there is a crown the Jewish people have drawn down through their Shuva. They're doing Shuva. They're, they're eliciting this holiness of Hashem, which is beyond anything that, that logic can, 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 can uh, justify. They're revealing and drawing down this incredible level of Kedusha. But where is that crown now? It's not in the, it's on, it's on the Jewish people. It's on, it's on the crown, it's the crown of the king. Because what we're doing is not something other than revealing how we are one with Hashem. So although it's something that we're doing, but we're not doing it because of ourselves, we're doing it because we're one with Hashem. And therefore, the Kedusha that's brought down to Tshuva is not, the Medish doesn't classify it as a crown on the head of the Jewish people. Medish crown classifies it as a crown on the head of Hashem. Why? Because, because what Tshuva really is, is a revelation of you and Hashem are one. So the Kedusha you're bringing down is not because of yourself, it's because you're one with Hashem. So therefore, where is this Kedusha associated with? It's associated with the head of the king. And Senator. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Shleimar, the Zeshi Nam Shach Dushashem, the Vulva Head of Madushan, the Pashas of Shengam Madusha Brasha Sedo. This idea is discussed in the Memorium of Pashat Savim, not in the Memorium of our Pasha. The Rebbe doesn't explain this in our Pasha, rather, he only explains the Memorium of our Rosh Hashanah, Pashat Savim. Bunyan Zerak Benemis, this idea. Is only hinted to in the modern of Pasha Semer. In this Mimer, in the for this week, all the says is that the first level of Kedusha, the Kedusha which is associated with Hashem Himself, the way that expresses itself in us is that. When you feel the infinite light of Hashem, that makes you want to leave where you want to come one with Hashem. The expression of Hashem's Kedusha is in when you feel the Kesser, you feel the revelation of Kesser beyond that Silus, what that makes you feel is there's something wondrous. It's not that you don't know what it is really. And you want to leave where you are to come one with Hashem. So it's not that you are absorbing and internalizing this revelation. Rather, this revelation causes momat It causes you to ascend and leave where you are. So... The idea of reaching Hashem's Kedusha and absorbing it through Tshuva, that's something which is mentioned in the Memoriam of, of, of Pasha Netzav, but not in the Memoriam of, of Pasha Semer. Here it just says, the infinite light of Hashem, what it does into you is it, it, it makes you want to leave you are, where, where you are. But not about, not about, uh, about, about becoming one with Hashem. It doesn't, doesn't, doesn't mention this, 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 this this novel that we just said, that your crown is really God's crown. And that doesn't mention this here. It doesn't mention the Memoriam of, of, of Rosh Hashanah. Why is that? Since Parshat Savim is read before Shoshana, and it's a time of Tshuva, so therefore, only through Tshuva, when the time of Tshuva is this idea relevant. 
Especially, according to the way the author explains the first verse of Fashion of him, the first verse reads, You are standing here together before Hashem. So the author says, You refer to all Neshamas. And, and the day, you are standing here today before Hashem. The author says, You refer to all souls. And today he refers to Shashana. And all Neshamas ascend before Hashem to their source on Rosh Hashanah. And therefore, in my modern Pashtun where it's a time of tshuva, there the author talks about how a Jew is able to reach the holiness of Hashem, and how that's revealed in you. It's through the Jewish people reaching their source, reaching their divine source. They get God's crown as well. They are able to achieve and a connection to Hashem's own holiness, and their holiness is part of Hashem's own crown. When Hashem is placing the crown on His own head, that's where you are, because your tshuva brings you to Hashem's crown. That's relevant for Shoshana when, when that's a time of tshuva. And the Memorim, which are which were recited during the time of Sir Saimer, like the Maimer of Parshas Gdeshim and the Maimer of Parshas Emer. What's Sir Saimer about? Sir Saimer is not about jumping, it's not about leaving where you are completely, it's about methodically and slowly, step by step, uh, rectifying what's going on inside. It's a build up. Sir Saimer is about step by step ascending. So the altar does mention this idea of reaching Hashem's holiness, but he mentions it only in a hint form. He doesn't say it explicitly. Why? Because it's not a time when this is revealed. What's revealed now, what we're focusing on now is, is, is going step by step. So in my morning, more towards recite in time of tshuva, so this idea of us becoming one with Hashem and revealing the, uh, how we are one with Hashem, that's, that's mentioned. Here in my morning, where we're... Going step by step, this idea of us doing tshuva and reaching the crown of Hashem, that's only hinted to. Why, at le- why is it mentioned at all? Why is it hinted to either? If this is not relevant to the, to the time we're in, why is Alter talking to is, Why is Alter hinting it to us now at, 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 at all? You shouldn't mention it at all. The reason is, what's the theme of Sfir Saimer? Sirius Saimer is recounting the time when the Omer offering was brought. What's the Omer offering? We discussed the Omer offering was made of barley, just like the offering of the woman who's suspect of being unfaithful to her husband. And just like her offering was barley because she did something which was animalistic. She, she, her entering into a private place with a man other than her husband is something which is unholy. And therefore her sacrifice is a animal food, it's barley. So similarly, the Omer offering was also barley because the theme of the time we're in now is elevating and refining and changing our animal soul. And refining your animal soul is similar to tshuva. Why? Because what's tshuva? Tshuva is about rectifying all. There are many translations of the word tshuva, but one, the simple meaning of tshuva is to rectify the negative. So if you change your character... You're, you're rectifying something negative. If you let go of something that's not, that's, that you're not proud of, that leaves much to be desired in your own character, that's similar to the simple meaning of tshuva. So therefore, this is a type of tshuva. Huh? The simple meaning of tshuva 
The parashas emmer is read in most years in the Shabbos before Pesach Sheni. What's Pesach Sheni? Pesach Sheni we need Shuvah. Pesach Sheni is Shuvah. And therefore, in the same morning, it makes a lot of sense that we discuss this highest level of Shuvah. Now we become one with Hashem because this is time of Pesach Sheni. It's Sirius Emer, yes, it's also time. The Maimar specifically uh, were recited next to Pesach Sheni because Pesach Sheni is the theme of Shuvah. It's never too late. That's the difference between the first Pesach and the second Pesach. The first Pesach is the service of Hashem of Tzaddikim, which we weren't born as a new nation. We haven't done any Averis because we're brand new people. That's Pesach is about. And Pesach Sheni is about Shuva. It's about how it's never too late. Always rectify things. Therefore, even in my Marim of Pasha Semer, where the Alter Rebbe doesn't explicitly talk about how we are able to reach Hashem's crown, he hints to it. Why does he hint to it? That, that we could be like Hashem. That Hashem is saying, you could be like me. How come the Alter Rebbe is saying that in a Mimer of Pasha Semer? Because Pasha Semer is recited around the time of Pesach Sheni. And Pesach Sheni is something that allows the Jew to become one with Hashem. So Yochel Khomeini, you could not, it's not a question, it's a statement, you can be like me. Okay, so let, let's just go over briefly um, the, la- the last section of the Bible, what we, what we just did. We learned that a, a king um, is given three crowns by, by his um, citizens of his country. And he takes one crown and puts it on his own head. He puts two crowns on the head of his children. So, in a similar way, the angels, they crown Hashem every day with the word Kaddish three times. What does God do with these three crowns? He puts one crown on his own head and two crowns on, his, on, on our heads. So, we were analyzing the various interpretations of, the, of those crowns. Where do those crowns come from? What are they? So, one interpretation is that God's commandment to us to be holy is also associated with the crown that he places on his own head. And we're trying to figure that out. How come, uh, uh, when Hashem is telling us to be holy, what does that have to do with him placing crown on his own head? So, what we did was, is that we learned that the Tzemach Tzedek says that it, it, the words in the Mendrish do you think you could be like me? The Simon Sadiq says, it's ridiculous, it's, it sounds, it's, it's, it's a tamiya. How could the Medish even say that? Do you think you could be like me? Why would anyone think that? Yet the Alter Rebbe says that's the way it is. It's not, a, it's not even a question, it's a statement. You, the words, do you think you could be like me, actually mean you can be like me. And how can we be like Hashem? It's through, even though it's not logical, it's beyond all, all uh, the, the, not just our logic, but the logic of Atzilus. Yet, Tshuva brings a Jew face to face with Hashem, and the essence of Hashem is no rules. And therefore, a Jew is able to, um, to become one with Hashem. Who could tell Hashem what to do? So, 
so therefore, the the holiness of Hashem, Hashem's own crown, is associated with with us, with the commandment that He's asking us to be holy. Okay, so then why does the Medrash say He puts a crown on His own head? It sounds like He's doing it Himself. But but we're saying that it's through tshuva that we're doing it. So is it us doing it or is it him doing it? We're, okay, through truth we reach Hashem's essence. And if you reach Hashem's essence, there are no limitations. Fine. But why is it, why does Medrash make it sound like he's doing it himself when it's really something that we're doing? And so what we, what we answered is just that when you do tshuva, you're not doing tshuva because of, um, of, your, of, yourself, of your own persona. Tshuva is an expression how you are one with Hashem, how you are one with God's essence. So even after we have a crown, where is that crown? That crown is in God's head. Even after we've elicited a crown, we've elicited something that Hashem's holiness, we've, we were able to bring that down because Hashem has no rules. Where is that crown? The crown is not, it's not because of, of our, our persona. Rather, it's because our, we're one with Hashem. And therefore, where, that, therefore, the manager says that the crown that God took for himself is the crown that we've elicited through tshuva. Because it's not because of us that we have this crown, it's because of him. So it's a crown he placed on his own head, really. Uh, when, when a Jew does tshuva, what does that really mean? Hashem is putting a crown on his own head. It, 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 it's, 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 you're, you think you're doing it because of you, but really what, what you're really doing is you're expressing how you are one with Hashem. So what's happening is you're, you, it's an expression of Hashem himself. And then we concluded, and we said, the Ayatollah mentioned this concept specifically in the Maimarim, associated with Rosh Hashanah, because Rosh Hashanah is a time of tshuva. However, he hints to it now, we said for several reasons. Reason number one is because Svira Sa'imer is also similar to the idea of tshuva. Um, and number two, because um, we read this around Pesach Sheni, Pesach Sheni is a time of tshuva. Um, uh, there's two reasons. First of all, we didn't really have a question. We said, Altamir mentions in Parshas Emmer because, because this is not a time, he meant, only mentions the regular way of serving Hashem, not the jumping and skipping beyond the limitations in, because at the time it's first Emmer, things are methodical at this time. But the reason he hints to it is because we have a connection to it this time as well because changing your animal soul is tshuva, like tshuva. And number two, this is, this is associated with upcoming Yantav, Pesach Sheni, and Pesach Sheni is the theme of Tshuva. And therefore, because we're in this time, Hashem tells us, Yochel Kameni, you can be like me, you can become one with me, through, through Tshuva. And that's what I want to share today. Questions, comments? Yes? I think your previous uh, comment, not that there are no rules, Hashem has no limitations. That was a key word that you seem to... Yes. You know, yeah, yeah, correct. There's no limitations. There are rules, limitations. but Hashem has no limitations. It's impossible. Correct, correct.